name is Sherry. This is a space to sit and relax with me, your mom, Graham, and have musings about being a human, learning, growing, changing, and trying to do our best. You guys, I got to tell you something. This is I don't know. I thought this was so cool to understand this in a way I've been trying to understand it for a while. And it's because I got into my body. I just got done with a workout and um, I had to multitask in that workout because I was thinking of this talk while I was working out. Anyway, it was hard and my breathing hasn't regulated yet, but I just wanted to talk and get this out. Wow. Okay. How well do you know the people in your life. So if you have a kid, God, you know everything about that kid, right? That's why it surprises you. You know everything about their body, their mind, how you think, everything. And so that's when it surprises you when you hear them say, no, my favorite color is orange. You're like, yesterday was yellow. What? Or their teacher said, oh yeah, she's so helpful all the time. And you're like, the same kid that I can't get to do anything? Or your kid gets a job and they say, oh my gosh, he's so helpful. And you're like, huh, like he yelled at me when I asked him to do something. It's just so funny. You just see your kid or when they grow up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like clicking. They know how to do this stuff. We always make a joke that um, my daughter really never liked to turn her lights off and she liked to light candles in her room. And we were always afraid that it was going to catch fire And so, uh, you know, those memes that you see online about how, gosh, kids learn how to turn their lights off. I just remember thinking that was so funny when she was running her own house. It's like, oh, wow, look at that. (laughs) It's just, it's interesting when you think you know everything about someone, like your dog even, you know, you know everything about your dog. And so that's how you can tell when your dog is sick because they're not acting right. Your spouse, have you ever been in a conversation with other people and your spouse said something and you're like, huh, I really didn't know you thought like that. Or you never told me that happened to you when you were a kid. It's just you get surprised, right? Your best friend, your boss, your mom, I don't know. So many people you talk to and you find out new information. Well, dang, isn't that happening with you? This is what I figured out this morning. I don't know myself like I know my kids or my spouse or even my freaking grand dogs. I don't know myself like that. And through therapy and through slowing down and removing myself from situations that weren't working out for me, I am beginning to know myself. And you know what's weird? I am learning stuff about myself that I thought was the opposite, is that I had on lock. For example, I used to think I was an extrovert because I can talk to anybody. I still can talk to anybody. I still can read people pretty much right away. I thought that I was great at that. But you know what? I think back. And the reason I was an extrovert is I was trying to control the situation before it rolled over me. It's just strange. Um, One of the things that I was talking about in therapy one time was, what do you like to do for fun? And I had to think, like, I don't know. What do I like to do for fun? I I really had to 
think about it. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, I know there's things I enjoy and I'm trying to do more and more of those, but golly, fun to me was like abandon. And do I do that? Huh, I'm learning to try and do that. But let me tell you something that I recently just figured out that really, I think, colored my whole life. I am a person that does not like to be um, in a victim or blaming mentality. I don't think that does me or the person any good. I do think that you have to go back and figure out maybe where things originated from so that you can um, undo some stuff maybe. This is probably for another podcast, but I've done that recently with my kids. I know that I was too much of a um, major on the minors and um, black and white and all of that with my kids, too controlling. And, you know, I, I'm. you think anger is anger, but anger is usually fear. And I think I was so afraid of them getting hurt or a doing something they couldn't come back from or whatever, that I just tried to control them. And I've apologized a million, million times. Um, And they're hopefully getting to see a different part of me now. And I'm glad about that. But in doing that and going back over their childhood and things like that, that I realized something that had formed me so weird. So I'm the oldest, um, I have two younger sisters, and um, the sister right below me is 14 months younger than me. And when we were two and three, we had bunk beds. And we were in our room, and I was telling her, and remind you, I was three, so I don't remember all the details, but all I know is I told her I could give her an elevator ride. And my sister, pretty fearless about everything, she's like, okay. So she climbs up. And, and if you knew her, you'd know that she should have been on the top bunk because she's not scared of shit, but that's not usually me. And, uh, but anyway, she climbed up to my bunk and I put her on my lap and then slid her down in between my legs and then was going to put her on the floor. Now you think of two-year-olds and three-year-olds on a bunk bed, obviously not a good plan, but I was three. So I had her in between my legs and I held on to her fingers as far as I could. But again, I'm three Um, and she's two. So she fell, fell pretty hard and broke her leg. Um, I don't remember all the details of, you know, like, I don't know, she probably screamed how my parent or parents, I don't even know who came in, but all I know, it was chaos and it was my fault. (laughs) It was my fault because I should have known better. I should have not done that. Um, and I'm the oldest. And so, I mean, there's many times I was told to, you know, set an example and watch out and all that, like older, oldest children are. But I just realized, I don't know, a couple months ago that that particular incident started my head on a swivel. I was so scared that, uh, she would get hurt again or that I would get in trouble again, that I took on that oldest daughter thing, like, to the T. And uh, there was not a lot of uh, calm and uh, peace in my house all the time. So I think that that is what, I don't know, it showed me that I wanted to do all the right things all the time. 
So what did that do? That put me in dysfunction and dysregulated me and attracted me to things that were toxic. So of course I'm going to be attracted to organizations that tell you what you need to do. And this is the right way and this is the wrong way. Gosh, I like I gave myself away, right? I'm not saying the church is wrong. The church is going to church, right? Um, And churches have rules. And I tried to be the best little rule follower. Um, It was kind of a joke. Oh, yeah, there's the path of straight and narrow, and Sherry's hugging the edge just barely on the path. That kind of stuff. And uh, I never really felt like I, you know, was I good enough Christian or good enough mom and good enough at prayer and following the word and uh, blah, blah, and submissive wife and all the stuff that has, thank God, changed so much now. But again, trying, trying, trying to do the best I could. Got into a very hard exercise routine, which taught me a lot, and I loved it, loved it, still do it, just not in a gym and in a setting um, of competition. And, But even that, that whole paradigm I followed, I guess. It's like trying to be tip of the spear and the best. And, you know, it's kind of ignoring all the inside stuff, you know, and everything in life seems to be about hacks, right? Hacking your productivity, hacking your diet, hacking your exercise routine, hacking your sleep. Well, you know what? I don't want to hack anything. I want to know me and be me and discover who I am from past, present, future. Every day I want to wake up knowing me, reclaiming me in a way that I haven't before. And I'm learning that. And it's like eye-opening, kind of sad, kind of regretful, kind of scary, but mostly exciting because damn, I am 61 years old. If I gave myself away for the first 60 years and Y'all may laugh. I'm living to 100. Look up the Macklemore video, Glorious, okay, where he takes his grandma out for her 100th birthday. I have my oldest grandson committed to that. Don't want the strippers, but we'll do the rest. But I'm going to live to be 100, so I only have 40 more years. Obviously, I know I'm not in control of that, but that's how I'm going to live. I am reclaiming my time. Nobody else gets all of me the best of me, the first of me, before me. 